Jason Wildey is brought to you by Boucher Automotive, where we ride with you every mile. 18 dealerships, 15 brands, and thousands of vehicles in stock. Check them out at Boucher.com. Everybody on the planet Earth should get information from the Green Bay Packers about Jason Wildey. We do our part, 94.5 ESPN. I feel like every day I should go, all right, Jason, what are you thinking about Aaron Rodgers? What are you thinking about today? I don't. I just want to know what he's thinking. Good afternoon, Jason. He's thinking that Sierra is not better than Beyonce. That's, uh, I agree. Well, but wait a minute. Uh, Does I'm he thinking, know the difference I'm, between those two that I thought were the same? Uh, Jason, do you I, know the difference between Sierra and Rihanna? I thought she was. I thought the one who was on the Super Bowl was married to Russell Wilson. I was wrong, right? You knew that. Do I need to send you? you are, the, do I need to send you the link of how to tell black people apart? Do you need that link? <laughs> Sierra is not Rihanna. Yeah, Rihanna's married to ASAP Rocky. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Sierra say, Russell Wilson. Okay, do people. they not wow. look at all alike? No, they do not. Oh. All right. I just knew they were both. And Beyonce is married to Jay Z. I know what Beyonce looks like. I saw. Oh, oh, oh. oh no, she was in one of the great. I saw Beyonce before anybody knew she was Beyonce. She was. In <laughs> oh, here the, we go. Here we go. Yes. Here we go. Yes. This you is did? this is when I said she's going to be a star. All right. Look up the Fighting Temptation. See what year that was in. That movie was about a uh, Christian. Uh, um, group and a church, and she was this young person that obviously had a great voice. The song she sings at the end of the movie is off the charts. What, Dream Girls? Uh, no. No, this is Fighting Temptations. She was uh, part of a choir at a, at a uh, church, in a church, and then a lot of the other people were like convicts and everything, and they competed. They were in some competition. She sang the song at the end of the movies. There's no song she's ever done better than this song. In your humble opinion. That's correct. All right. Which back, is not we'll a good get, one. We'll get back to Beyonce. All right. What do you got? Uh, now we got a story out that says that the Packers are ready to move on from Aaron Rodgers, in which I say, so what? They ain't moving on unless he's willing to move on. But I'll defer to Jason. Uh, I haven't seen that story. I'm driving. Tell me more. No, just the headline of it. Uh, I'm not going to mention. Me more. I'm not going to mention who who did the story because that will influence. Um, let me. Well, doesn't doesn't the person's credibility factor into whether the story should be meriting discussion? Um. All right. You want did to Bob read? McGinn you want, write it? Yes. The Green Bay Packers, Bob McGinn has learned, have all but moved on from the longtime starter. They're more confident than ever to start Jordan Love too. Now, it would cost me $8 to buy to read the whole thing, which I don't need to, because if he had said they're going to trade him, that would have been the part that they put in. I agree that they have that they may have easily have moved on, but I still believe that if Aaron Rodgers wants to come back, he's going to come back, and I think it's more about, yes, I think they believe in Jordan Love more than they ever have. But now I defer to you. Uh, I could tell you more, but I wouldn't pay the eight bucks. Uh, I'm glad you wouldn't. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Uh, boy, it really is hard to retire, even if you don't cover the team anymore. Um, I, I would just say this. Um, nice shot. I, I think they're ready. I think they're ready for whatever this ends up being. Yes. But Join the next club. I, I think if I think if 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 
they're both if they're being honest, and by them I mean Brian Gutekunst and Matt uh, Matt Lafleur. I think if they're both being honest, I think they would say that we're kind of sick of dealing with him, but we have to make sure that we don't decide to move on just because we're sick of dealing with him. Mm-hmm. And I keep going back to this because I was at the press conference uh, when Goody said it during the bye week. That whole thing about I learned when I first set foot in this building that Whatever comes with having a great quarterback, it's all worth it. And I've told you the story before about his frustration with Rodgers complaining about the joint practices with the Houston Texans in 2019. Mm -hmm. And me being asked, what is with your boy? Uh, I think that Aaron Rodgers is difficult to deal with. I think Matt LaFleur does everything he can to defer to him and not to piss him off. And I don't think that that's an enjoyable way to live. So do I think from like a personal standpoint, they would like to see how things would go with Jordan Love? I do. Do I also think that they are both aware that what they've seen from Jordan Love, like this, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the phrasing was there. I'm not going to – I guess I'll try to guess at it. It was uh, they're more ready than ever to move to Jordan Love. Yeah, I would say well, I'm, I'm in there. You know, that's that important. doesn't well, – let's be honest. It doesn't really say a damn thing at all because, frankly, uh, in 2020 when they drafted him, they certainly weren't ready to move on to him. And then after what they saw from him in 2020, they certainly weren't ready to move on to him for 2021. But I would say don't you, when they drafted he, him, I think they knew that was possible because of how young he was. Right. And then he wasn't, he wasn't very good last year mm-hmm. in camp. Remember we talked about this Yep. and, and this year, yes, there was a noticeable improvement. You know, I, I used the Matt Lafleurism uh, with Sydney and her basketball teammates. I just say Jordan love. Now they know what it means. Indecisive equals ineffective. And so you got to be decisive. I don't care if you make a mistake, if you're being decisive. And he was way more decisive this year. But that's like saying um, I, I've never been I've never been younger than Homer. Well, I'm, of course I'm younger than Homer, and I'm going to continue to be younger than Homer. And with every nap that Matt Lafleur and Brian Gutekunst see of Jordan Love, they're going to be a, a tiny little smidge more comfortable with him being the guy. But that doesn't – it's not the same as saying they are comfortable with him being the guy and they hope that Aaron Rodgers demands a trade. That would be something. Because remember, Aaron Rodgers still holds most of the cards here. He's under contract. If he comes back and says, I want to play here, I don't want to be traded, there's not much they can do. This is not the same as the Brett Favre saga, where he had retired and opened the door and everything else that happened. Aaron Rodgers, for all the similarities to uh, his old nemesis slash buddy slash whatever we're calling Brett Favre these days, he definitely has not opened the door to make it easy on them the way Brett Favre did to open the door for him. And so, yeah, I'm sure that they are more confident than ever in Jordan Love's ability. 
but that doesn't mean they're actually confident that if he became the starter tomorrow, they could go 11-6 and six and then go on a roll in the playoffs and win the Super Bowl. And I don't think they are that confident in him. I think they're encouraged by how far he's come. I know that they're encouraged by how far he's come, but they also know that he still has a hell of a long way to go. And if you don't believe me, again, as someone who went to most of Matt LaFleur's press conferences and actually asked him questions about Jordan Love's development. Nice shot. And he he was the one who was constantly, I don't want to say poo-pooing it, but he was always tempering the enthusiasm about the strides Jordan had made. And I don't think that was just because of Aaron Rodgers' ego. I think it was. I, I cannot say in good conscience that this kid is, he's ready. He is ready. Now, Goody did choose to say that we have two good quarterbacks now, and that's a good problem to have. I don't know if he believes that either or if that's wishful thinking of, I want to believe we have two good quarterbacks because I would love to move on from Rodgers if he gives me the opening. I believe they'd like him to stay, Rodgers, to stay for one more year. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, All right, let's get to Aaron Jones. Uh, I think this was a great decision by Aaron Jones and his people. He took less money. I'm not sure what he would have gotten elsewhere. Uh, it's hard for me to figure out just how good he is. I look at the numbers and... Uh, because to me, all running backs are important only as running and receiving the ball. But um, I think, I've said before, Goody's about making the team better. I think given what he, the price that he offered and what Jones took, I think he feels like the team is better at the proper price, and that applies whether, regardless of who's the quarterback. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, he, yes. look, he, he got $8.5 million. You got one right, Homer. Good job. Back to the 8500000 uh, Go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. He, he, that's right. He got he got eight and a half million guaranteed. They clearly were ready to cut him if he had said, "No, I'm not taking a pay cut." Uh, so he he does lose out on five million in theory, but he was never getting that. And had he been released, he was never getting sixteen million this year. <laughs> now there might have been a team out there that would have paid him, you know, more than eleven million that he's going to get this year between salary and that signing bonus but you know i think he you know he's a different kid i really like him he's i think he's very very uh, earnest in his love for being in green bay he is by far their most involved in the community guy which again doesn't mean that you keep him because of that by any means but he's still a really good player and frankly his numbers are misleading because whether it's because of the quarterback or because of the head coach or whatever it might be, he doesn't get as many opportunities as someone as good as him should get. Now, he caught 59 balls. Yep. Uh, he had a crucial fumble against Detroit. He had a crucial fumble last uh, or two years ago against Tampa Bay in the NFC Championship game. He is not perfect. But, I mean, the dudes had 1,000 yards three of the last four seasons. They, I think they went into last season wanting to phase him out and give A.J. Dillon more opportunities and him fewer. And I think Aaron Jones, with his play, basically said, uh-uh-uh, I don't think so. Um, and A.J. Dillon didn't necessarily, you know, command more opportunities himself with his own productivity or certain certainly lack thereof at times. So, yeah, they look, you, can't, you cannot move on from your most explosive offensive player in two consecutive off seasons. So you can't 
trade Devontae last year and then cut Aaron Jones this year and think your offense is going to be okay. But they were willing to do it. You mentioned, I think it's important to say, the only reason Aaron Jones is back is because he decided. He he was willing to do. So they were going to move on. Correct. He was willing to do what Devontae Adams wouldn't do. Yeah, I mean, and Devontae Adams didn't need to take a pay cut. Correct. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But again, um, I don't think, I think Goody should be commended for keeping him, but also he should be thankful that they were able to keep him because had he stood firm and not, you know, compromised and gotten cut and gone somewhere else, I don't think A.J. Dillon and, uh, you know, the, the other options they have at running back, Patrick Taylor, et cetera, uh, would be good enough. So you can always replace him. You know, he was – remember, Aaron Jones is a fifth-round pick, so you don't have to spend – high draft picks to get good running backs. But when you have a guy as good as Aaron Jones, you don't get better having him walk out your door. A last question. What would you have said if Aaron Jones had said no? Release me. I'm not playing for eight and a half. Yeah, I would have said, you know, thank you for your service, as Tosh likes to say. And I think had he gone somewhere else, I think he probably would have been just as productive. I don't think the Packers have some sort of secret recipe for making him productive. I think he's just a really, really good football player. And one of the, the things that I'm amazed by, and Goody made this reference, I used it in my story uh, for the State Journal on this, uh, when he talked to us after the season, he, he acknowledged that when they drafted him, they kind of thought, well, we'll see how long he lasts. You know, he's 5'8", a little over 200 pounds, but he has an incredible ability, I don't know how he does it, to make sure that he never takes any really just walloping direct shots. He's just got such good body control and body awareness that he manages to really avoid those kind of knockout blows that we see other players take. And, and he that's runs what's hard, allowed too. Him to be pretty durable. He, he, is, he, is, he is as underrated in that part of his game. Like, you know, we all talk about Quadzilla and everything, that you know, the size of A.J. Dillon's legs and how powerful he is. And you got to make a business decision. You're going to tackle him in the cold weather. And those things are all true. But Aaron Jones ain't no slouch either. Uh, I, I don't think that guys look forward to trying to tackle him either. He may be small, but he is very powerful. Thanks, Jason. It was a pleasure, guys. Take care. Be good. Jason will the all-packers all the time. We didn't have a fight there. That was pretty good. When did you say that was okay? Not bad. Not, Not bad. bad. Next.